So low-key, I kind of like starting my podcast off, at least one by myself, going down Twitter, because usually I will see something that will spark something in me to start talking. Even though I already have a po- like the title or topic for the podcast going in my head, like maybe, usually it's more or less like it just comes in my head and I just kind of, I think about it for a day or so and then go, but when it comes to like, you know, at least starting it you know twitter is a great way to start but um the reason i say that is because as an nfl fan the first tweet i just saw was um it was a tweet it said uh it was four pictures and it said if you're a real nfl plan nfl plan excuse me nfl fan um <laughs> you know how to uh you know how these pictures end uh, uh, so um first picture was d'angelo hall and deandre hopkins <laughs> um you know how that, you know how that goes the next picture was i believe Andre Johnson and Cortland Finnegan, you already know. <laughs> and that one, that if you really, you know, you know. Uh, the other one was, um, I believe, Aaron Andrews and Richard Sherman before Richard Sherman's interview. Like I said, if you know, you know. And now for the last picture, I'm about to go back and look at this one. Because, but it was a good one, though. Uh, it was something that... Uh, oh, yeah, Cam Newton pointing to Clay Matthews when Clay Matthews thought he knew what play was coming. But... Uh, Cam Newton told him otherwise and uh, threw a touchdown pass on it. Um, but that was one thing. Is a uh, it is funny because, like I said, if you're an actual NFL fan and you like you know, it's just like you you already know what's gonna happen. But one thing about the NFL is, is um, which is not even NFL, but NFL players right now. I okay, this is kind of getting off topic from NFL, but it and it's on topic with uh, just this. I, well, I'm ranting about, it, I guess. Um, but it's something funny that's been fun. it's been going on for the past couple days on Twitter, and it's really been like it's not been bothering me. It's more than it's more like annoying, but like a funny annoying almost. Um, so we all know Salt Bay, the guy who chops meat in um in a very very um eccentric way, and then seasons it with salt in a very very um interesting way i'll say that but you know uh he's he's basically he's a chef, performance chef i would i would say um probably cooks some good ass food I'm, don't get me wrong don't get me twisted i mean if i had the money to go spend i would go over there the problem is so he's like I say, he's a performance chef right and so what he usually does is um if you, if you haven't seen his videos you've probably seen his videos on twitter if you're on twitter at all or you know if you even know who salt bay is you've seen his videos and so um he takes the, uh, he chops up the steak or the meat, whatever, whichever meat he chops up and just, uh, takes it with, with, with a knife and puts it in people's mouths. And so, um, there's been three videos of it in which, um, have gotten, garnered a lot of, uh, attention, I guess. I mean, they're all cool videos. I mean, you know, you just see, I mean, seeing him at work, you know, at work doing what he is talented at would probably be an amazing experience. But, uh, but like I said, <laughs> there's three videos going around that, uh, have got, like I said, garnered some attention uh, for just uh should should be funny. That's all I can say. But um, the first one is that girl with a uh, I don't know if it was, she's an escort or if it's a guy, but she took. I don't want to say because if I say she took the meat, like that, that just sounds. You already know how you just you can just imagine how the video went. But um, next one, the, well, the one I'm really talking about is uh the one with Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper's an NFL player, but um. Uh, Salt Bay tried to place the um the meat in his mouth. That shit just sound wrong right there. <laughs> like, like no homophobic shit, but just you know when shit just sound fun, it just sound wrong or funny. You know what I mean? Um, but people are talking about how uh the homophobia like, uh, that there might be homophobia behind it, or you don't have to pretend it's uh, I I it's it's 
Or that guys are pretending that the meat is a dick and that we have to, that some guys have to get over the homophobia. Honestly, bro, look, if I was in front of Salt Bay, bro, I would jump up like a motherfucking alligator at a damn zoo. <laughs> and I'd like, I mean, I would I just, you know, just do what you feel like doing, you know? And my thing is, I, I've never seen people, I mean, I, I can't say I've never seen people because people be pressed over some stupid ass shit sometimes. I ain't gonna lie. But I've never seen. I mean, it's weird because I see so many people, you know, tweeting about it. And really, you know, they're tweeting about getting, you know, for likes and whatnot, for likes, retweets and whatnot. But, um, I've never seen somebody, people be pressed over somebody just, you know, going to a restaurant, you know, like, this ain't, I, I just read the comments. And go on, go in the t- comment section on Twitter, and that is, that, man, that's, that's, that's no man's land right there. That's a, shit, it's <laughs> funny as shit. Um, but. I just go read the comments and just, it's comical how much people just overthink this shit, saying that he's homophobic and men need to embrace their feminine side. Like, bro, he's literally just eating dinner at a damn steakhouse and just didn't want the meat dropped into his mouth from a knife. Like, I don't know. And I saw another video of, actually just, I had to tweet something about it. I mean, because it, it was funny to me. Um... But the video, the guy took the just took the meat off the knife and just put it in, you know, put it in his hand, right? And this uh, this one girl said it must be exhausting, you know, pretending everything's a dick. And just what I had to say is that oh, so you gonna act like women have never taken a dick and put it in their mouth with their hand? That's all I'ma say. Um, but I'm believing at that. But yeah, it's Caleb Jackson show. If you didn't know already, or Caleb Jackson podcast show. You know what? I put on a show on this podcast. But follow me on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well. Follow on Twitter at the C Jackson Podcast and at DC Jack. That's my personal Twitter. That's the T H E capital C J A C. So. I'm going to go ahead and transition into the real topic today, and it's, you know, just good old, good old, good old word, drugs. No, it's, um, I feel like just the word drug in general just carries such a negative connotation with it, you know what I mean? Because you just, if you say the word drug, it just kind of has that negative, almost vibration with it, you know? It's, it's, it's a weird thing, you know, within society, or within just the world and how we all view drugs and that, or how drugs have been, or how we've been tried to be, I want to say programmed to sound like, a, well, I mean, I could say programmed, but how we've all been, gar- um, what's the word I'm looking for, um, courted, I guess courted or corralled into thinking, or tried to be corralled into thinking that, you know, dr- just the word drug or illegal drugs versus, you know, drugs are just bad. Like, you see... I don't know about y'all, but when I be younger and I see drugstore, I would think that's a bad, like it was a bad store and I shouldn't go in there. I'd be like, why is there a drugstore? What's a Kroger drugstore? What? <laughs> you know, it's just like drug just carries that like, it's a weird, it's a really weird like connotation just mixed up with it. But uh, I mean, anything, my thing is that I see when it comes to the legality and illegality of drugs and whatnot just the law in general um you see a lot of uh there's so many different opinions everybody has opinions everybody has um you know different ways about going about things but what really what really brought about this was uh it was a video actually let's see if i can actually pull this video up i have to because i actually retweeted it because the shit just is so goddamn hold on I believe it was a rep- Republican representative. Or, you know, it was Republican first of all, but it was Republican or conservative, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But it was a um, 
I believe it was a uh, representative. Wait, governor, governor Pete Ricketts of N Nebraska, I believe, said okay. And this is a full video right here from the recount uh, Twitter at, at the recount. Stamp Shout the out to them. Okay, here we go. So this is a dangerous drug that will impact oh, wait, our up. kids. If you legalize marijuana. Uh, just as a just as a disclaimer before I uh, put this video on, it's, it's some bullshit. But uh, just listen. So this is a dangerous drug that will impact our kids. If you legalize marijuana, you're going to kill your kids. That's what the data shows from around the country, and that's why it's dangerous to go around the established process we have to determine whether or not drugs are safe and effective. And why legalizing marijuana and going around the regulatory process to keep people safe is dangerous and going to harm our kids. Okay, shut the fuck up. But anyways. Um, so basically what he's saying is if you have smoked weed ever in your life, you're already dead. I mean, you might as well just go ahead and just, you know, fall out and die because you're such a horrible fucking person that how could, how could you ever consume something so awful? Something that just absolutely just wrecks people's lives, man. I mean, where is your morality, people? And smoking, no, smoke the fucking weed. I don't give a fuck. That's, 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 a, that's that oopy stupid shit, basically. That's all I can say about that. Um, the fact that he goes on to say that the data from around the country shows that you will kill your kids if you really got marijuana. Well, first of all, I'm fucking walking data and I'm not dead because I'm smoking fucking weed. All right. I mean, I can even want to talk about death from drugs. Let's just go to everybody's favorite drug. No alcohol. Um, not even just alcohol. You just look at alcohol related deaths. Deaths that people who have died without even drinking because of somebody else fucking drinking type shit. You know what I mean? And not even that, but just, I've never, ever, 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 ever heard of anybody overdosing on marijuana, but you can overdose on alcohol easy than a bitch. Hell, I'll go, I can go in there overdose on, I, bro, I'll go take that whole bottle of ibuprofen in my cabinet, bro. I'm not going to have one more headache again because I'm fucking dead. All right. But if I smoke, like Cat Williams said it on his own one of his stand ups. He said, if you smoke a bunch of weed, you gonna think you gonna think somebody did, but no, they just asleep. They gonna wake up hungry as hell, gonna eat up everything in your goddamn house. Cause that's just how that's how weed goes, you know? And it's so misunderstood and it's just really kind of frustrating because like you just want these people to just smoke one time and just get all this bullshit they're saying just gonna like i really smoke twice because i mean this is a disclaimer you the first time smoking i mean i don't know how people's first time smoking goes but uh, i mean it's often said that you don't really experience as much that first time but that second time anyways but uh that's just one of those things it, it's 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 funny how he said the data from around the country like i said it if you look at the data, actually, if you go to Colorado, matter of fact, it actually shows that teen use has actually gone has actually gone down since they have legalized. So I don't know what the fuck kind of data he's looking at. I mean, <laughs> it's just it's people just talking out of the side of their neck, honestly, because they don't want people actually being happy. When it's for me, it's the thing of trying to tell people how to be happy. I guess you know what I mean. And that's the way I get it. And trying to be, you know, you can be peaceful. You can do what you want. You can make yourself happy, but only in the way we see you fit, as we see fit. You know what I mean? And saying that weed is bad or whatever. Um, I was watching Midnight Gospel to actually prepare for this podcast because the very first episode is an episode about drugs, actually. Um, and if you haven't watched Midnight Gospel, you've never heard of it. Uh, it's on Netflix. Um, it's, Duncan Trussell is one of the producers. It's actually his uh, podcast show kind of thing. And uh, Terrence McKenna is actually one of the main producers. Uh, Ter or Terrence or Denzel McKenna, I forget. But um, I want to say that um, 
I want to say there's just one season. I don't know if they have another season, but there I think it's eight ep- seven episodes, seven to eight episodes. But um, but anyway, the first episode is a is an episode about drugs and how there's no real bad drug really. It's the it, they're talking about how you can't really label the drug as bad because somebody no because somebody. I don't know, you know, alcohol can be a good drug if, you know, you use it right, you know, just as, you know, smoking weed, you know, I'm, I, personally, I don't get the, I wouldn't see a benefit in snorting cocaine or using heroin, using methamphetamine, um, I mean, me, that's just me personally, you know what I mean, if you can find a way to do that and still be a functional human being, hey, power to you, because I'm, I, I, me personally, I don't see how I can do that shit, but, um, it's just like it's just like dessert. I like to say, you know what I mean. It's good to have a dessert in moderation, of course, at the end of every day. You know what I mean. After you've gone through a day of doing your work, you know you worked out. You know you've been eating right. You know you can have one dessert. But as soon as you start eating dessert for every fucking meal of the day, dude, you're gonna get fat. You know what I mean. And it's just a thing of discipline and just you know everybody's chemical makeup is so different. You know what I mean. Like I can go and that's why I hate the addiction the quote-unquote addiction argument of how people will get addicted to marijuana. You know, I know a bunch of people who are addicted to alcohol. Well, I, I, not that I know, but I know of people. You hear stories all the time, you know, of people. Let me just We have rehab centers. People addicted to just anything. I mean, hell, people addicted to nicotine, cigarettes. Hell, people are addicted to people, you know. Shit, it's, I mean, I, I, I want to ask people, you know, if they can... When people say, can you stop doing a certain, like, if someone says, can you stop smoking weed for a week? I want to ask them, can you consciously stop watching TV for a week? You know what I mean? And if you can do that, then you know what? Pat, I, I, I'll, I digress. You know what I mean? You, you, you're right. You win. You know? But, I mean, it's just where you draw the line, you know? I mean, then there's just like, I mean, in my own head, there's that, um, there are the actual hard drugs, I guess, or quote unquote hard drugs that people say. Well, like I said, the meth, heroin, cocaine, you know, uh, stuff that, from what I've been shown and from what I've seen personally, is been very, very, very detrimental to other people, I guess. And um, I guess when it comes to, like, things like psychedelics, i.e. weed, you know, mushrooms, LSD, uh, hell, uh, peyote, whatever else. Um, hell, even ayahuasca, you know, because it's it's funny how, you know, it's... It's seen as a thing of spirituality and a thing of spirituality and a uh, what I'm trying to look for a tradition, a norm, you know, for um, for tribal for tribal uh, communities who are away from society, you know what I mean, or quote unquote society, and you know how we see everything, you know, and you know these people we video them. Oh, well, I say we video, but, but we really do, you know what I mean? We video them you know, doing their, their their traditions, you know, and we're seeing, we see that as, oh, you know, it's, it's what they do, you know what I mean, acting like, you know, we can't have that for ourselves, too, because we live in a land full of unreasonable laws, and people who just want to keep us down, and I don't know, there's a, there's a lot of ways you can look at drugs, you know what I mean, I mean, shit, there's, there's over-the-counter drugs, you know, and how many people you know are addicted to over-the-counter drugs, you know what I mean, just basic, you know, like, ibuprofen, shit, Valium, uh, you know, prescription drugs, you know, just anything, so, I said that's my thing when it comes to the whole ad- argument of addiction with drugs. You know, like you can get addicted to anything. So I, I really don't want to hear it. It's all a discipline thing, you know. And really, the the, the actual drug is that whatever chemical it, whatever chemical it um, 
what is what's the word? I don't want to say catalyze, but um, metabolize. I don't know. Whatever chemical it produce, it produce for. I mean, for lack of a better term, just produce whatever chemicals it produces in your body. You know what I mean? Because there's so many factors when it goes into drugs. You know, biological makeup. You know, just how you are as a person. You know what I mean? Cause everybody's different. Case point. There was I was actually talking to a friend. Um, he used to be a firefighter in Baltimore, Maryland, actually. Uh, J.D. Fitch. You know J.D. Fitch is? Uh, Sweet Eugene's. Uh, if, you, if you know, yeah, you'll know who J.D. Fitch is. Um, but he was telling me about a, a track star he knew about and um, who one night he did a half a line of cocaine, actually. I think he had a scholarship to go somewhere to run track, actually, too. He snorted half a line of cocaine and passed out because he had a heart condition to where he just it's, he couldn't take that stuff in at all. And so, luckily, he didn't die, but he wasn't able to run track again because his heart was fucked up. I think it's like, some rare, really, really rare heart condition that, like, one in, like, one in however many people get. You know what I mean? And it was something, like, you know, you just can't really explain it. And it's like, thank, you know, thank God, you know, he didn't snort that whole line. You know what I mean? Because if half a line just did that, you know. But, you know, you see people who can do, you know, three lines of coke and just be fucking fine. You know what I mean? It's just... It's a weird thing, you know, it's just a thing of kind of knowing knowing what you like and what, knowing what your preferences are, you know what I mean? But, like I said, just the connotation around all drugs together, you know, it's just, it's still, it's something that you, that we as society, uh, now I say you uh, on an individual level, it's something that, you know, you personally, you have to know your boundaries, you know what I mean? Uh, just like, shit, just like I was talking about earlier with, um with eating the meat off of the knife from a uh, salt bay, you know, some people just aren't comfortable doing that shit, you know what I mean, just, they aren't comfortable doing that shit, I mean, you know, some people aren't even comfortable driving on the fucking highway, you know what I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, I mean, it may seem weird, you know, to someone else, but, you know, you don't see it from their perspective, I guess, you know, and that's why I have the podcast, you know, it was called Perspective for a little bit, but, you know, it's the Caleb Jackson podcast, because you get to see my perspective, but also, once everything happened, you know, we would be able to get to see other people's perspective as well. Actually, go see other people's perspective under this, under this podcast. Go scroll down, just listen to all my podcasts, actually. But, uh, I mean, shit, my podcast can be a drug for some people, you know, it can make people feel, it can make people feel better, it can make people see different, different things, you know, and yeah, you know, see things, well, not different things, but I won't say my voice will make you hallucinate, but it might make you, I'm, hearing what I have to say and hearing things from my perspective might, you know, might or will, you know, help people see things, you know, differently, you know, maybe that, and maybe even then, you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say right now, I'm just kind of rambling, but, but yeah, that's just the, le- from a legality standpoint with drugs, um, there was actually an article I was looking up, it was a, um, a professor, a professor from, hmm, which, where was he from, it's on, well, here we go, pull it up right now, so this is from the chronicle of higher education.com, and, um, so it was a professor from the University of Columbia who is a proud drug user, actually. Um, so Carl Hart, a professor of neuroscience and psychology at Columbia, is a regular uh, heroin user, according to him. And so um, in this article, like I said, this is from the Chronicle of Education.org. So it says Carl Hart, a neuroscientist or and psychology professor at Columbia, you know, he's been in the field for 30 years. And like I said, he's a college professor, but he says he, um, he indulges in heroin. Uh, he said he likes it all, cocaine, ecstasy, uh, hexadrone, basalt, wow, uh, hexadrone is basalt, quote-unquote, and then, um, oxycodone, morphine, and heroin, uh, 
So like he says, like um, he pushes back against the demonization of drugs, especially with black people. This is a black professor, actually. I want to put that out there right now. Um, but especially with black people, because that is one thing that that's the reason most of this shit is illegal in the first place is because it is against um, it go. It's a lot of push towards bring, keeping down people of color at the beginning, but really is a thing of class because obviously drug addiction and drug use and also the legality of drugs regarding drugs has no color boundary because you've seen people of all different shapes sizes colors whatever be locked up for drugs it just so happens that the majority of people who are locked up for these drugs happen to be brown and black people you know what i mean and even though they it's at the same use usage rates you know and so that's what one thing carl hart is looking into is looking to is that the demonization i just said right there who uh, in this art, in this paragraph right here, paragraph three, subsection one, uh, sentence two, uh, <laughs> it says in his scholarship he pushes back against the demonization of certain drugs and people who take them, particularly black people, who in turn are incarcerated at higher rates than our white users. And so he has a book called "Drug Use for Grownups and Chasing Liberty in the Land of Fear." And so uh, he still, like I said, he's an unapologetic drug user, and he say he feels like it made him a better person, and you know he's happier. And that he just, it's a pursuit of happiness thing that for him, you know. And so he, he talks about how he's not an addict. He said, and this book is for adults. It's not, it's not about, like I said, it's not about how drugs can make you addicted. It's more like how people can get addicted to drugs, I guess. You know what I mean? Drugs won't make you an addict, I guess. You make yourself an addict. And, I mean, I can even, I have friends who, um, shout out to, actually, you know, Manasir Marshall. Um, he was, um. He was very, very honest, uh, open and honest on the Instagram post one time. Uh, and I actually know it. I won't put um, all of the business out there. But uh, he was talking about how just with um, with weed usage for him personally, um, it was something within his psyche and that something within his psyche and his framework of mind that he knew really wasn't the right thing for him. And the thing is, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. And I think just society needs to learn that there's really nothing wrong. If people want to do what they're, you know, comfortable with doing, you know what I mean? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, it's just the fact that, you know, everything is demonized because there's a framework that's implanted into us from when we're born that, you know, we have to be a certain way and we have to talk a certain way and we have to do this do that to be properly accepted by society which in turn is not necessarily all all true you know what i mean the only real way you have to be bro is just aren't positive you know what i mean and even i don't even say you have to be positive you know we need negative people too you know to remind us that there are positive there are and is positive shit out there you know what i mean but to go keep going on with this article right here um so it talks about marijuana and whatnot, and it um, says how it's mostly legal or decriminalized for medical use in other states. And uh, he also talks about how taking a small amounts of you know LSD, shrooms, psychedelics as a mood booster is okay, and even ecstasy and MDMA, Molly. If you don't know what that is, um, they're all actually Molly's actually been being used to treat PTSD in soldiers nowadays. You know what I mean? And it's weird how these things, like I said, you see how these things are applied to you know, have actual applications to, you know, people's lives, you know, but like I said, it's been demonized and seen as a bad thing for so long that saying anything out of the norm is just outlandish to people, you know what I mean, especially our older generation, you know, and that's one thing 
a dis- that's one disconnect. You know what I mean? That older generations are, have been hardened. Like I said, that, that's the same brain that's been in them for 50, 60 plus years. You know what I mean? And so it's going it, to, it's, I want to say it's, you know, you can't, you can't really try to change people's minds, but you know, all you can really do is just, you know, do you honestly. But, um, but no, I go on to keep reading the article. Uh, he says he's the professor, uh, Mr. Hart says he, uh, he relaxed by uh, doing a few lines of heroin at the fireplace. And um, he said he's felt a lot of resistance from the academic world. You know what I mean? Just because, you know, like I said, it's something that's out of the norm, you know. And to think that somebody could be okay while doing this kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Without actually fully harming themselves. And, you know, it's... Like I said, some people see it as the weirdest thing, you know. It's like, well, you're killing yourself. I mean, but somebody might say, you know, we're going to die anyways. You know what I mean? But... Like I said, it's just based off of how you feel your life is good for you, honestly. And that's actually one of the things, um, it's actually one of the quotes from Midnight Gospel, actually. It said, um, ah, what was it? It said, um, it was, oh, it was perfect. It was a very, very perfect quote. It said, the, I said health, oh yeah, it said health is dealing with reality on reality's terms. You know what I mean? And that's, you know, drugs are to escape, you know, the reality you're in, or the the reality that you think you're in, or you feel that you're in. I, actually, you know, yeah, I'll say that. The reality you feel that you're in, I guess. And, because there's, there's the real hardened reality of being here on Earth, and then there's the reality of yourself, and that you can, you can do anything you put your mind to as well, you know what I mean? And, but yeah, I suggest go watching that first episode of Midnight Gospel. Watch the whole entire series, actually, because it... You might be able to take a lot of from it. I mean, it's a very, very trippy show. I mean, if you get nothing but entertainment from it, you still got something from it. But if you're also able to get, you know, some kind of life lessons through it as well, hey, more power to you as well. So, but yeah, uh, that, I'm, I'm, I'll leave it right there because I would definitely, I would definitely talk about drugs again um, on this podcast. You already know this. I mean, we just talk on here, you know, it's nothing... It's nothing special. It's, it's, it's something special, you know, because you know, talking and listening is how you know how it, ideas and information is exchanged. You know, and it's how people make each other better. You know what I mean? We all we have really is each other. But yeah, that's it for this podcast. Um, enjoy your drugs, <laughs> whatever your drug of choice is, whether it's your person, whether it's weed, whether it's just enjoy it in moderation, I guess. Whether it's food, working out, um, shit, man, enjoy it. Just really, if life is your drug, enjoy life, you know. But yeah, I'll leave it off right there. Uh, follow me on on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, like I always say. Follow me on Twitter as well, C Jackson Podcast. This is a brief podcast on drugs, cause why not? So, and like I said, follow me on Twitter at the C Jackson Podcast and at my regular Twitter at DC Jack. That's T H E. C J A C. So, yeah, I'll leave it off right there. Uh, I will have more podcasts coming throughout the week. Definitely. Now I'm getting in the rhythm and everything. I like springtime actually. So um, you probably hear it in my voice a little bit. So uh, I'm kind of excited. And once summertime comes, now we got daylight savings time and everything. So now we can actually have time to go see sunsets and shit. So, but yeah, I want y'all to be good. Uh, here's a nice little podcast to start your week off with, and maybe get you thinking about something throughout the week or just throughout the day. But until next time, y'all will hear from me again, and y'all be good. Peace.